0: Merle Hutchinson and Kyle Crawford. All right, Kyle, we are coming to you for our very first show, our first podcast of Strong Dads. We're looking forward to getting things rolling today. Um, Our show is going to be about dads and husbands, and so there's so much that we really want to cover in here. Um, and we're going to get into this first show. Hopefully, this is a show for dads, but hopefully for moms too, right? Absolutely,
1: yeah. We, we, we definitely want the moms to listen in and uh, kind of help encourage us get better. Um, it, that's kind of definitely the premise of this whole podcast is is talking with dads, um, trying to get better at, at who we are as men, um, and, and, and hopefully, ultimately, um, just really make God smile in, in what we're doing
0: yeah, yeah, and so, well, let, you know, why are we doing this show, I guess, is kind of maybe, Kyle, what we ought to explain a little bit about. Um, I came from um, a school background in the last 20 years as an actual school counselor, and one of the things that I saw in my work was just the deterioration of the family, and year after year, I saw this progression of dads kind of leaving the scene um, right. more moms raising their children and you know early on that was not making me happy but I was like oh well you know another divorce or what have you and then I started to s- study more and more of the actual fallout what was happening with the kids behavior issues academic issues and it really just started to sink in with me like wow This is a big, big deal when our dads aren't there. And so um, in my last 10 years, my mission has been um, not just to work with moms and kids, but to pull dads in and say, hey, we need you. We need you. Your kids need you. Uh, More than that, our community needs you. And if you look, the statistics are overwhelming. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. The statistics are overwhelming about what happens to families when dads aren't there. And so um, we're pretty set on the idea. I know both you and I, and you can share a little bit about your experiences too. But we're set on the idea that dads are essential um, to making strong families. So, uh, Kyle, give a little bit of just your work background in terms of how it got you motivated to talk about dads. Right. So I'm a a firefighter. Uh, I've been in the fire service for about
1: uh, I guess 11 years now. Um, I currently work for the city of Dayton and um, through all that, through my whole experience in the fire service, um, I get the opportunity uh, daily to go into uh, homes, broken homes, and uh, make EMS runs, and and get to really see um, big picture what uh, what what we, the whole point of this. Uh, that you, you see the deterioration of the homes and the fact that a lot of times it's because the dad is not there, and you get to see. Um, you know, we'll make runs on, on kids. And a lot of times it's, it has to do with a a, a father figure that wasn't there, that didn't show them Mm -hmm. right and wrong. And and you can't do things like this. And, um, you know, you, ultimately you just see the breakdown of the, of the home and, um, you know, where I work is, is, is a rougher area. Um, I work on the West side of Dayton and we see, um, just my goodness! So, some some of the the homes that we go into where there is no there is not a stability factor. There there is no um, foundation for what, what we're going to do today, what we're going to do tomorrow, um, and it just kind of brought us, um, you know, kind of brought me to, to this point where I just just want to do something for it. Um, want to kind of figure that out, uh, work with dads. Um, so yeah, it's you know, being in the fire service, I get an opportunity to to talk and be a, be around a lot of people. And, um, yeah, I mean,
0: you, you make, so I, here's what caught me and what I think I'm hearing from you. It's not that you go into a, an emergency situation when you've got a call and you go, um, wow, you know, there's an emergency situation and I've never seen this before. What, this is kind of weird. You go in now and you're like, oh, it's the same pattern. Absolutely. It's the same pattern. That's mm-hmm. what I saw in the schools. And and I'm sure that's kind of what you're referring to, that I'm in the same neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm in the same house, right? But I'm in <laughs> right. the same neighborhoods and I'm seeing the same kind of issues. and. So we always have to look at, well, what's the common thread? If there is mm-hmm. a common thread, what's the common thread? And if, if there is a common thread, then is there something we can do with that? Instead of dealing with the symptoms, sure. maybe start dealing with the actual problem. Right. And, and so um, I certainly saw that in the school. You're seeing that actually in the community. Right. Uh, and I'm sure you've been on some calls that uh, are dangerous, oh, domestic yeah. issues yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And,
1: and, you know, in, in kind of preparing for this, one of the runs that that I brought up before uh, with you, Merle, is, you know, we, we made a run um, for a gentleman, uh, you know, not not much younger than than I am and uh, try to run away from from what he was going what what he had going on, um, try to run away from the responsibilities of, of having to deal with the police. And uh, for a brief minute, I got to kind of step in there and just talk to him as as a man and, and just just let him know that if he runs away from this, from the responsibilities that, that he's trying to get away from, mm. that ultimately it's not going to end well for him. Yeah. And it just that idea that if he actually had a dad, it was very evident that he did not have a dad, the dad was not present, that if he had a dad that, that talked to him and, and taught him right and wrong and taught him the responsibility of owning things, and when you mess up, it's okay. But when you run away from it and make that situation that much worse, my goodness.
0: I yeah, know. and then uh, we run from our problems yep. and it becomes our habit. And the yep. next thing you know, when I was uh, working with a couple the other day. And we were, I was talking to them about the generational mm. view um, that w- we as, as a community and as fathers, we have to start to understand. And generationally, meaning, yeah, the, th- the decision I make today might help just today. Uh, in terms of giving me an easier way out. But what will it do tomorrow in a week and a month and a year and 20 years down the road? And so actually the dad I was working with in this particular case is now he is a uh, third and producing fourth generation of we're just trying to figure out this dad thing on the fly. And it's not pretty. And, and he is recognizing it, and what is so cool is he's going, I am changing this. I am changing this. So, the the generational effect is huge, and, mm-hmm. and just as you're talking about, you got young men who are making decisions on what would feel good or be good, like, right in the second, you know, yeah. when the police are chasing me, you yeah. know, not, and that's <laughs> not a good time to be no. making decisions. Nope, nope. nope. Yeah, Well, hey, we better tell uh, our listeners a little bit about w- what we are about. So, um, Kyle, uh, t- give me a little bit about what your dad experience is, because I don't want me to listen to some young punk who doesn't know anything about being a dad. So, <laughs> well, tell me, I, what, you I, I tell me what you got. Tell me what you got.
1: So, I have uh, two, two young girls, six and four, uh, Ava and Mia, and uh, I've been married uh, for... Mm-hmm. Guess I should probably know this right now, shouldn't I?
0: <laughs> you better, because I think someone's <laughs> going to listen to this.
1: Uh, I got married in 2010, so that that would be nine, becoming be on nine years this August, um, and we have, like I said, two girls, and uh, yeah, just uh, it's it's fun being a dad. Uh, I love I love waking up every day I, because I'm a firefighter, and, and I, I get I get the opportunity to uh, have a lot of time off, um, so I get to spend a lot of time with my girls. Get to i um, trying to figure out how to be a dad of two girls. Um, <laughs> That's another topic. We'll that, hit that, that is, show later. That is, yes. Uh, but yeah, so just a dad of two girls and uh, just uh, trying to figure it out every day, trying to figure out how to, how to be a dad.
0: Yeah, so tell me, a little, how about your dad? Uh, sure. What What kind of history do you have with your dad? What experiences do you have there?
1: Yeah, uh, so my dad uh, is, a, is, a, is a strong dad, um, very uh, loving, very caring. Uh, worked in the Ford Motor Company um, plant for 39 years, and uh, wow. through all that, uh, I picked up on uh, and, and learned from his consistency every day, getting up, uh, getting your butt to work, and making sure you show up. Uh, and that was big for my dad, just showing up, even, even if... Uh, You know, what wasn't your best day? Just showing up and Mm -hmm. that consistency, and through that, uh, my parents are still married, and uh, because of that, I, I, you know, it's there's a lot of benefits that go into that for my whole family. Um, So I I have a a younger brother and older sister, and um, we we get to see what a consistent marriage looks like. You know, my parents have been married for thirty six plus years. Yeah. um, So yeah, get get to see what that looks like. The consistency. Great,
0: great witness to you guys. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, that's good stuff. So, a little bit about me. So, I'm the old man here. Um, I'm 56. How old are you? I'm 30. Oh, I'm 30 years lord. Old. I actually have sons that are your age. So, anyway, I'm 56. Um, I uh, have five kids. Um, Two uh, biological sons, and uh, they are, they serve in the military, uh, really good guys, absolutely just uh, admire uh, who they are, what they are, and, and we're just super proud of their work. Uh, and then my wife Linda and I, um, who have been married 32 years, um, <laughs> So that's longer than you've even been alive. This is true. And so um, we have adopted three younger kids. And so actually when I was in the school world, and I'm retired out of the school right now, but uh, when I was in the school world, I had three uh, siblings that were kind of under my watch. And they uh, came from a, a challenging situation. And uh, I tried to look the other way numerous times like, oh, my gosh, you know, this is not good. And, you know, finally, um, I felt like God was calling us to say, hey, you know, put up or shut up, big boy. It's mm-hmm. time to do something here. And and so my wife and I began to talk um, and made what I will say is we're really one of the most challenging decisions that we ever made. And that was to open our home to these kids. And so. Uh, They've been in our home now for three and a half years. Uh, They're good kids. Um, We, you know, lots of challenges, especially early on, um, and made me see how bad of a dad I am, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And so we talk about that, like, "Oh, you thought you were all that," and uh, all of a sudden you find out, yeah, you, you, uh, we fall short in a lot of different areas. And so I I think Kyle, one of the things that you and I have talked about before is. Um, This is a show for dads and for husbands, uh, but this is not about being perfect dads, right? Right, right. I mean, we're going to get muddy and dirty and say stuff we shouldn't say (laughs) and just be gruff or whatever, and uh, the purpose in this is not to be perfect dads, it's to be strong dads, It's to say, hey, stay in the fight. Uh, Let's not run away. Uh, Let's stay with the responsibility. Um, We are Christian men. And because we are Christian men, that just means we're uh, men full of mistakes Mm. that uh, claim to have a Savior that is um, somebody that leads us and guides us. Mm -hmm. And so... Nothing more special uh, in terms of what we are biologically, but something special in the sense that we have a, a constitution that we can pull from.
1: Right. Yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, just just kind of echoing off what you were saying. I mean, this is this is not a sprint. This is this is a marathon for us, and yeah. we're we're in this for the long haul. Um, just like we're talking about with generation, you know, just just build, building building long term here. That's that's kind of the point of this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, generationally, let's start moving through this and see what we can do to help more dads. Um, I actually come from uh, the counseling background, but also currently uh, my wife and I uh, have a ministry called Rock Solid Families and we do marriage and family coaching. I also do some fitness and personal training coaching out of that. So we kind of roll it all of that together. Uh, My wife and I also do another radio show called uh, Rock Solid Radio, and so um, if you... Uh, are interested that is more dealing with the issues of faith, family, and fitness. So we, uh, my wife and I, banter back and forth on various topics, and so we enjoy doing that. Um, and so you can pick up those podcasts on iTunes and Spotify and things like that. But uh, for us men, this is a show that we want our primary uh, focus to be talking about dads. Mm-hmm. So that's where we come from, and uh, we're we want to be God based. Absolutely. Um And no apologies for that, and so we, we uh, do pray that it uh, hits home with you, and if you have questions or whatever, uh, feel free to contact us. You can actually contact me at uh, hutch at rocksolidfamilies.org, and so if you have an email or a question or anything, you can uh, send it out to us, and we will get it through that. All right, so we better get to a little bit of uh, what we want to talk about a little bit today. Well, let's run through some of the the, uh, wow stats. These are stats that when I started to discover these things, I went, you know, it's not our president. It's not our government. It's not the police that need to start doing a better job. Sure, we all need to do a better job. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the one stat in this country that is blowing this country apart, it's not government... Related as much as it's home related, right? And uh, the stats are just crazy. L- listen to these for a second. First off, this is from 2017 U.S. Census Bureau, and um, at that time, uh, there are 19.7 children um,
1: 19.7 million,
0: ne- 19.7 <laughs> million children, and more than one in four are living without a dad. Mm. More than one in four, okay? So 25% or higher have no dad and so the evidence uh, starts to, to pan out with some major stats um, Kyle, you, you want to take a look at a couple of those stats? What do you see there?
1: So, yes, I mean, just, just like you were saying, uh, so it's four times greater risk of, uh, of being in poverty, which is crazy. My goodness. I mean, Yeah, that's four just, times greater. Yeah, absolutely. That That's insane. And, and kind of just back up a little bit. I know in, in preparing for all this, we we made we, we talked about, you know, as much as we both like the politics, not making this show a political right. talk show. Um, yep. that, that's not our goal. But, yeah, so, so four times greater risk of, of, of being in poverty, which is, Insane, um, you know, and you can probably touch on this more than more than I can. The, the more likely to to have behavioral problems. Yeah,
0: this is this is one of the areas that I actually started to focus on early in my uh, counseling career, uh, the behavior problems. Um, I would see kindergarten, first grade, second grade, uh, and especially boys, not always boys, but especially boys, come through. And, you know, boys can just be have that little wild spirit in them or what have you. And um, we'd have behavior issues. And time and time and time again, if I had a tough boy and I had a father involved... By the time we got into second and third grade, we were really starting to see things starting to flatten out and to get better and to see improvement. And that doesn't mean the kid was all of a sudden turned into an angel, but it meant that I had strength. I had strength there. If I didn't have the dad, it was all bets were off. And and I mean, that was tough because I'd be dealing strictly with a mom who was emotionally just challenged, and they were fighting like crazy to try to help. Um, But if I had a dad in the picture... Man, I, the the success rate that I personally experienced was so much greater, and That's a I great can share testimony. personal That's great stories, testimony. but I don't want to use the names. But man, I you know I actually wrote a graduation card um, a couple of months ago uh, to a family, and in particular the dad that this particular kid he was a wild Mustang, <laughs> and his dad was a strong dad, and I said, hey, without you. I'm not sure where this guy would be right now. Yeah, and uh, and so it was a testimony to the whole um, value of dads. Right, right. How about um, the likelihood for our girls to become pregnant? Yeah. Seven times more likely for teenage girls to become pregnant if wow. there's not a dad in the home.
1: Which is huge. I mean, oh I, I'm gosh. raising
0: two girls and you're raising
1: one. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's big. That's... That just, again, just solidifies that that idea that that the dad needs to be in the home. You need, and not necessarily just a dad in the home, you need a strong dad. A dad who actually is is putting forth effort and actually caring and loving on the girls. Man, that's that's big. Seven times more likely.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. How about just simple things like they're more likely to uh, have abuse and neglect situations in their own life? This one here hit home with me. They have a greater likelihood for a, uh, alcohol and drug abuse, which we see that again. Again, you know, our uh, you see this in your work the oh, yeah. the opioid, opioid addiction um, issues, and and not to say that if we have mom and dad in the home that your kids are free and clear from this, right. but we see a greater likelihood of addiction issues. If we don't have a dad in the home. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Two times more likely to be a high school dropout. Mm. You you know, we see that all the time. We see if kids can't make it through high school and you go back and you look at their home life. um, Okay, where's dad? Where's dad? Um, The prison count. I actually Mm. do a little bit of work in our jails. Um, 92% of the men in jail, in prison... 92% are fathers. Wow. And they're not there.
1: Wow. They're
0: not in the home. You know, the the ill effects of that are huge. Mm. So, anyway, these are not stats that we have to really work to try to prove, I don't believe. But what we do have to do is say, what are we going to do about it? You know, we can sit around as a country and, and just sit there and act like we're victims. But I think you and I feel like. It's time to slam the brakes and, and not go old-fashioned. That's not what this is about. It's time to go and get our constitution back or, oh. of, of what we are as a man. Yep. Okay? For, sure. For sure. So um, what, where do we start, Kyle? What are some of your thoughts? Where, where do you start? What, what do you do? What has kind of brought you to the center line of saying, okay, here's where I need to start to be a good, strong dad?
1: Right, um, so there, there's, there's a verse that, that I um, always go back to, um, and it's a constant reminder, um, and, and it's 2 Corinthians 5.17, um, and it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. And I, I always go back to that because it's, uh, for me, knowing that um, I'm, not a, I'm not a new creation because of anything that I do, um, that I'm a new creation because of what God has done um, for me and in me. Um, and through all that, just the idea to humble yourself um, at the foot of the cross, like, my goodness, something so big and so powerful as the cross and what it represents for us as believers, um, what it re- represents and just, just that idea that it's so much bigger than who I am. Um, and, and especially as men, we like to um, kind of puff our chest out a little bit and, and say, mm-hmm. I, I, can, I can do this on my own. Uh, but just going back to the idea that, that we can't, my goodness. I mean, we're, we're, we're broken uh, and we need something bigger than ourselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the cool things about being a, an 18-year-old male is your testosterone's mm. high, you're, you're lifting weights more than you've ever <laughs> lifted before, and you've got the man body, mm. and so you think you're all that. Sure. Right? And and all of a sudden, um, you start to live like you're all that. <laughs> and and uh, again, there's there's value in that, right? You're you're testing yourself in a lot of different ways, whether it's at your workplace or on the football field or whatever it is. You're testing yourself, and I think we we do need to test ourselves. We kind of need to see what our fabric is made of. But all of a sudden, when you're uh, 28 years old, and then you're 38 years old, you start to see that some of your fabric's got some holes in it, right? <laughs> you start to see, wow, I yeah. I've struggled in some areas. And um, one of the biggest factors that we see um, is we have raised up generations now, at least two to three generations of, you can do this, you know, you got this, you're a leader, you're the man, Mm -hmm. and we have focused it all inwardly on what we can do. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you know, you won't find an arrogant old man you don't because there's a lot of truth about it no because old men have had their ass kicked right and (laughs) and again they go wow i don't have this whether they were beat by cancer whether they were beat by um divorce whatever Mm -hmm. and they they reach out Mm -hmm. and so one of the very first things that we really want to talk about is we need to settle our pride and our arrogance and Mm -hmm. i like what you said you've got to humble yourself at the foot of the cross Mm -hmm. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna worship something, right? Whether it's gonna be your new car out in the driveway or your boat on the lake, um, but where's that gonna get you? And so we—that's hard to do. Absolutely, that's it, that's
1: hard, hard to do to humble yourself to anything. Yeah, let, let yeah. alone something as big as the cross. Holy smokes!
0: Yeah, and especially if you don't get the cross, right? Like you don't quite get uh, what's this whole Christian thing. And so right. we we definitely talk about, hey, you know, if you don't know what that's about. Um, either either contact somebody, go to a church, start to reach out because, mm-hmm. man, the message is just, it never dies. And, and I just find it, the more I study, the more I go, this is just awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know the one thing I love about learning about Christ? Everybody thinks that he was some kind of passive, oh, like yeah. a pacifist. Like, oh, he's gentle. He was a butt-kicking oh, maniac. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely, you know? absolutely.
1: Yeah. Jesus was no joke.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he, he knew <laughs> He knew what he
1: had behind, you know, with him, inside him. I mean, golly, if you weren't scared of Jesus, man. Yeah.
0: Whew. Yeah. And I mean, because he would call you out. It didn't matter. Mm, absolutely. It didn't matter your money, your strength, your fame. It didn't matter. He would, he'd go toe to toe with you. And um, only because he, he had such confidence in his God. Oh, yeah, right. Absolutely. And so, so he did not have confidence in himself. He knew where himself came from. Sure. Right. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, uh, how about uh, what, what's our next step? We want to encourage our dads to do.
1: So we we definitely want to encourage our dads um, to hold each other accountable, um, which is uh, part part of the premise of this show. Uh, we want to be talking with dads, not at dads, and the, the idea that uh, Merle and I are broken, we are we are flawed. Um, but, well, you
0: a little bit more than me. Yes, Let's, okay, absolutely. right. I yeah. thought we were just talking about. I thought we were talking about old guys. <laughs> oh wait, I thought I was just talking about pride. Oh, yeah. oh okay. and never mind. I'm sorry. I would take all that back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the idea
1: the idea to hold each other accountable um, and and to not get um, frustrated or pissed off when another another man, a strong dad, a strong man, is calling you out mm. for your flaws, knowing yeah. that that they have flaws too, um, but because of of who who our Savior is. Um, we we can come at, at it at an appropriate way. Like we're, we're going at it knowing that uh, if I call you out, it's because I want to make you better as a man, not because yeah. I think I am the best man.
0: Yeah, man, that's tough. And it's one thing to be called out by your wife or even your boss. But, man, it's another thing to be called out by, by a brother of yours um, who says, you know, dude, um, you hanging out at the bar mm-hmm. um, five nights a week is, is you, you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And, and Uh, Our nature is to throw our fist up, you know, to to become defensive. defensive. And that's our nature. Um, But the humbleness says, hey, wait, you know, uh, I've got something to learn here. So you're right. That accountability is huge. You know, something that I uh, have been stressing so much in my home um, is you got to own it. Mm. You got to own the problem. This is big. I don't care whether we're male or female. We're in a world right now in this country where if something goes wrong, the first thing that happens is our finger goes out, Mm -hmm. right? We've got to point the finger to somebody. It's either, you know, the doctor screwed up, the business messed up, uh, my wife didn't get it, somebody else screwed up. And that is the most self-defeating behavior that you can do because it totally takes the power of change away from you. It means that for me to change I have to wait for something else somebody outside of me to make the change. Uh the referee's got to do a better job for me to win the ball game. Yep, yep. Right? And so um in our home I treat blames and excuse making and arguing arguing and bickering I treat it like they're cussing I tr- for our kids because when they go up with a blame I'm like back off right now. Back off right now and own it. Own your part. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you don't have all of this, but you got to own your part of it. And and so I want to emphasize that with our dads. Hey, You know what? You're not perfect. Get over yourself already. Mm-hmm. And let's own what you do need to own. Right.
1: And I I think on on your guys' radio show, I think it was Linda that that made the comment that that even if even if five percent of it is is on yeah. you to, yeah. to to take that five percent and, and be like, yes, you're right. I mean, it takes two two to tango, right? That's what that yeah. What they say? Yeah.
0: Well, I've heard it before. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: so I mean, in in everything that there's two sides to every story, and and sometimes it's good to take take a step back and look at the other person's perspective and realize that I, I do have faults, and I'm going to own those faults.
0: Yeah, and, and so once I own it, so then dads, we say, hey, then start to be part of the solution. Mm. And so what are you, I always talk about when, I, when I'm teaching kids, um, ask yourself the simple question, so what can I do? Mm-hmm. What can That's why we're doing this podcast. Sure,
1: absolutely. Because we
0: saw a problem and we said, you know, this is just crazy and we can walk around and just moan about it for mm-hmm. years about where we are uh, and what we are seeing in our communities. and. Again, we know that this is not going to be the one thing that changes the entire world, but it, it gives us an opportunity to say, let's slam the brakes on mm-hmm. and let's try to go into um, solution mode sure. and, and do something that we think God has inspired us to do. So ask yourself the, pro- the question, what can I do? And it's amazing where your brain will start to take it right. Right? And, 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 and act an, on
1: it. Yeah, and a big thing with that, especially in today's society with social media being, social media being what it is. Um, the idea of not making excuses and not blaming other people, yeah, um, and, and and I mean social media is good in a lot of regards, but it's it's also pretty bad. Oh, no, it's of, dangerous, yeah. And, and just the idea you can get on there and and you can just rant and rave about whatever you want and and really mm-hmm. not be held accountable, which kind of goes back to one of
0: our first points. Yeah, one of the things that I think is real important uh, for us guys to pay attention to, and I you know when I'm coaching uh, male, female, it doesn't matter. I, I make a point to say this. That if you um, are upset with something and like may- maybe you get upset at your wife, right? Maybe you had a little tiff about something and you go to work and you start belly aching about, man, she did this and she did that. Mm-hmm. And that your co-worker says, man, you know what? I wouldn't put up with that garbage. I can't believe you even listen to that. You need to walk away from that man. Mm-hmm. You need to find a new friend. Instead, you need to go over and find a man that says, well, what did you do? Mm -hmm. Because if you're hanging around because it feels good, like he's affirming you, like, oh, yeah, you know, your wife, yeah, she is a real piece of work. (laughs) And and if if she is, if the message is being affirmed by him, he's not a friend. And so it, it is your job as a man to say, who am I hanging around? Mm-hmm. I need to hang around men that challenge me to be better right. rather mm-hmm. than um, guys who make me feel good. Right. Right. So, um, which kind
1: of leads us to, to our next thing. We, we, we want our listeners to kind of walk away. I mean, in, in this whole podcast, we want to make sure that everything we're doing, um, yes, big picture, we're doing it for, for ultimately for the kingdom, but we want to make sure we're honoring our, our, our wives, our mothers, oh, yeah. and our children.
0: Yeah huge oh right
1: and and it's hard because just like you were saying you know i mean there's going to be struggles in our marriage there's going to be struggles with our kids um, and you're going to want to vent and talk to people about it um, but you need to make sure just like you were saying merle make sure we're talking to the right people other strong men um, because ultimately by bashing our wives and bashing our kids it's not honoring them at all
0: yeah yeah you know what we've come into this world of uh, almost moms and dads. It's almost us versus them. Mm-hmm. And, and I always talk about this with the, I, you know, I always use the the uh, metaphor of shoes. Um, you know, uh, yes, if I buy two left shoes, my feet will be somewhat protected, right? I mean, they're they're in a little enclosed case, right? <laughs> uh, so I could buy two left shoes and and I could have somewhat protected feet, but the functionality of my body would drastically suffer mm. because two left shoes are not going to allow my body to move and function like they're designed to do. And so I look at mom and dad is not us against them. It's like a pair of shoes, right? Yeah, and, and that's cool. Yeah. And, and so, um, I need mom just like she needs me mm-hmm. and our kids need the pair And so I don't like to talk about raising kids in terms of, well, this is a mom job or this is a dad job. No, this is a parent job. And so this is um, the pair coming together. So we want to do everything we can to honor our wives and to just hold them up and to appreciate what they do. right. So, wow, we are going through so many different things. Anyway, uh, the bottom line is this, is we want to be positive, we want to have fun, and we want to make things better. And so um, this is a generational thing that we talked about a little bit earlier. That whole idea that um, if you want to look out and see where the problems are in this country... Um look, look back thirty, forty, fifty years in terms of what's happened to our dads and look at to see where that starts to play out into the future. And so part of our goal with strong dads is to make a generational impact.
1: Sure yeah, I mean I, you know if you're currently in a situation where it's not good or you're you're absent from your home, um, you know part of, part of what we want to do is be a part of uh, you know getting better and, and building in that generation cycle that that we are building not for today not for tomorrow not for a year down um, just like you were saying that generation we're, we're building for you know I, I know the reason I'm investing in my girls right now is because um, in 20 30 40 years from now I want to see um, other Crawfords out there that are that are loving Jesus that are that are trying to be um, you know productive people in society that are trying to be, you know, Lord willing, my, my girls get married to a godly man. Like I want to yeah. see, I want to see what that looks like. That's what I'm, that's what I, that's why I do what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. And that that's good stuff because it's, it's not a guarantee, but it definitely is a, is a strong insurance. One of the things we can't stop is there, the world is still going to be around us and there's going to be other influences, yep. but how much are you going to let the world influence your family? Mm-hmm. So um, something for us to evaluate and so one of the things we do is we, we want to challenge men and uh, as well as we challenge ourselves. and one of the things we we challenge our men to do right now if you're listening to this um, I challenge you that when you're done listening you, you do a you do a checkup on your current status at home um, what what kind of man are you what kind of father are you in your home What do you look like in your workplace? How about your church? How about the community? Are you a man who is is, uh, leading your home or are you a whatever man? Mm. Whatever. You know, I'm just, I'm going with the flow. Uh, That's one of our favorite phrases as men, isn't it? Whatever, (laughs) whatever. And it's because we really don't like conflict. Mm. We really don't, especially in our home. And so Mm. we go with the flow. Um, But what my challenge would be to you is um, there is a time to go with the flow. You know, whether you're going to eat at McDonald's or Wendy's, who really gives a rat's butt, right? Mm -hmm. But whether we're going to follow uh, certain principles, uh, whether we're going to have a faith. Mm. Um, Yeah, that's not a whatever. That's not a whatever, right? Um, So evaluate yourself. You know, here's a tough one. Ask your wife how you're doing. I (laughs) I bet she would know. I think my wife, lovely Linda, would have an answer, right? Yeah. And and again, we've worked in this for a long time. And so we're very honest about it. And we try to, um, in a in a very respectful way, uh, support each other and to call each other out on mm. where we need help out of each other. Mm. And so ask your wife, you know, wh- what do you see me doing that, that I do well in the home? Mm. What do you see me doing that you wish I would do a little bit better? And wives, if you're listening to this, don't attack. All right, don't attack. Instead, come around and say, you know, um, this is something I've always wanted you to do or to be more of. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I wish I saw more of your strength. Right. Um, God gave men the the um, the gift of strength, mm-hmm. uh, both physical and. Uh, through a lot of our thinking. That doesn't mean women can't be strong by any means at all. I mean, my wife is one strong lady. uh, But the idea that we can keep emotions in check a little bit better and we can keep to a logical thinking um, is just more in the male brain wiring and, of course, just the physical strength. You know, if if, uh, at the end of the day, if someone breaks in my home... um, I sure hope it's not my wife that has to run up there and start to scream at him to death. You know, uh, hopefully um, I'm ready to step up and and uh, throw rocks or fists or whatever right. we need to do. Right,
1: right, right. yeah. Just and and be, being honest, make sure you know that that uh, when you when you ask your wife that question, that that you you should expect her to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and, and I've said this before, I, my goodness, this, this whole idea of toxic masculinity uh, really frustrates me because God made us to be men. Um, yes. and so, so step up and be strong in that, that, that there's nothing wrong with being a man, a man's man. Uh, again, just like we were saying before, Jesus was that. Um, yeah. Jesus was not afraid to hurt feelings. He, he had a way of doing it, though. You know, he, right. he went about it the right way, but, um, but yeah, ultimately, just just being, know, make sure you know that uh, you know when your wife tells you something, um, that that it's it, it should be coming from the, from the right place.
0: Yeah, good good stuff. So hey, if you like what you uh, heard today from Kyle and I. Uh, we have um, lots of shows planned and that we will be uh, starting to put up on the air and so uh, we 're going to be talking about you know what do i how do I create a foundation in the home uh, what 's it look like to be a protector of our home what 's it like to be a teacher you know being I come from the teaching background mm-hmm. what 's it like to be a teacher within your home? What's our responsibility in provision and providing for our home? Right. Um, oh, how about this one? Disciplinarians. That'll be right? a fun one. That'll yeah, a, yeah. That'll I'll, be a I'll have to share some of my dad's stories with that. <laughs> and, and again, we're talking about being a spiritual leader. Uh, we have a lot of men who have stepped outside. And, and this is, we say we step outside of the church but we first have to know why we would go to a church and then pull our strength from that. Um, and so so those are some topics that we have coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So uh, we hope that you enjoyed uh, the first airing of Strong Dads. And we uh, are certainly looking forward to many more shows to come. So Kyle, thank you very much no, for your you. time. Yeah. And, Thanks uh, for listening, guys. Yeah, if you have any questions or would like to contact us, you can get us at hutch at rocksolidfamilies.org. Thanks a lot for listening.